Hi everyone, I'm Samilla and welcome to another episode of Menswear by a Woman. My guest today, I would actually have to describe her as a historian, a designer, very thoughtful in her design aspects, in her brand. And I think I've not come across a brand like hers in menswear. And what she has done and what she has developed is unbelievably unique very very unique and um, every part of her brand and what she does is very different from what you see out there at the moment so i'm going to get her to introduce herself her name's sophie and she's from a brand well she's developed her brand called stanley biggs and here she is Uh, so I, yes, I, I am owner and founder of Stanley Biggs Clothiers, uh, which is traditionally a, a menswear clothing brand um, based here in the, the Midlands um, of, of the United Kingdom. And, um, and you'll, you'll tell by my, my accent, I'm also from, from the Midlands. And uh, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm here today just to talk to, to, to Samilla about my role in in menswear and um, and how I've sort of hopefully uh, carved a little corner um, to, uh, of all my own and um, and and bringing my my love for history to to that little corner as well. I just have to say that um, I'm hooked on your brand um, and the history um, about your brand, and I think um, anyone who goes on to the website please do um, because the history and the I mean the products are you know the the whole history about the products and the names and everything is just so well done it's 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 a different level of menswear I I've I've not come across it and as a menswear designer I've not come across any brand doing what you're doing Sophie um, I love what you're doing what made you want to do this anyway what made you want to go into menswear well, I, I, as, as you'll know, I, I, I don't have a history of, of retail or, or design. Well, I do. I, I worked in, I worked in it. Well, I, do you know, I'm not, I've never even worked in a shop. I can't even say, I can't even claim that. Um, I worked in plenty of pubs um, where predominantly the, the customer is, is male. But um, I wanted to very simply be self-employed that right. was my 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 aim my, my decision and I'd been sort of playing around that idea for probably the last decade or so and it's only really become a bit you know available as, as an option in the last few years um, since I've become a lot more settled um, particularly financially and and any you know my, my overall life with, with my husband, and we moved. We bought a house you know, sort of six years ago, and we've got this little uh, little uh, uh, world of, of our own. And my husband, uh, at the same time, had very similar dreams. You know, he wanted to, to to better himself, and it just came about that with the work I had at the time it was better to push and, and progress with, with Gary's dream 
um, before mine. So uh, I was the, the breadwinner for, for a time uh, while he set up his own business and he's now uh, and has been self-employed for several years now. And off the, bo- uh, the, off the back of that, um, I became increasingly <laughs> every day when you know have to get up to go, go to work. <laughs> I thought, this isn't fair, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and I had, you know, so I, I was, I was supporting uh, the, the the company that that, that my husband had um, as well. So I was increasingly more sort of impassioned by that right. aspect of, of our lives, um, and I just had genuinely an epiphany moment, and I, I'm sure. Some some of the listeners will, will will have yeah have, I think have, we've all have been there yeah you just go do you know what 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 is holding me up yeah um, totally and um, but it was I think the right you know the only time I would have been able to do it I think at any time before uh, you you have to have that belief in in yes. yourself yes where um, even if you said do you know what if I if it doesn't work it doesn't work never mind doesn't matter. Um, I will make it work. You know, it, it'll work in some other way. Um, but you have to have that um, that you know, that that belief that um, that what what you are doing is is the best thing. Um, and uh, so yeah, so one day we, we sort of sat down, looked at the uh, the finances of it, and uh, looked at the business that, that my husband had, and and uh, I said, you're, you're earning more than me. <laughs> really wow see that's such a brilliant yeah, thing to say right it, it was fantastic yeah you know and, and uh we, we had that discussion of hang on a minute you know what's going on here yeah so we had um we, we had the opportunity um we thought well, well do, do we wait and do we not and you, you'll know me um after our, our chats i'm I am patient, but not in in, in every aspect. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I just dive in. So I said, right, okay. So the next day, I handed in my notices. Wow. And uh, and and I, I I worked a little longer um, purely because of the position I had. Yeah. And the position that the business was in, but um, uh, the the countdown was excruciating. Um, <laughs> And uh, anyway, so I had the I had the opportunity, and I thought well, I have no job. I don't have any plan at all, um, other than to, to go self-employed. That was that was it. So uh, so I had absolutely no prospects, which was wonderful. Actually, it was quite liberating. I was very fortunate. Again, you know this, you know, sort of highlight. We were in a very fortunate position because yeah. we'd worked ourselves off yeah. um, several years before. That I could actually just say, you know, I'm going to have a month just to think it out, um, you know, work it all out. And uh, I had the opportunity to to work through the the other business, so old time design company that does uh, reproduction or very authentic um, reproductions of mostly um, Second World War items, um, and it's to a very very niche market. And, and the, the importance of getting things absolutely right, um, you know, so, so it's almost, so it's, it falls the eye. You right. know, it has yeah. to be that close to That's what we were doing. And I had the opportunity to go through everything, sort everything out, expand that, you know, kickstart it, 
take it to the next level, which we'd not really had the opportunity to do because, you know, we're both doing full-time positions and yeah. I was doing other aspects. Um, so I, I went through all of that and, and it afforded me the, the opportunity to say, well, this is what we'd love to do. You know, we'd, we'd love to create a jumper in this style, for instance. And, uh, and it became apparent with that review that if we were to go down some of those routes, it would, it would start to raise questions of what we were, what the, what the existing company was about, um, and potentially, you know, sort of dilute the message of us being right. This is the most authentic thing. This is, you know, this will fall. This will. This looks exactly like the original. You know, it's the closest match. Yeah. And if you're then wanting to say, well, actually, we want to create a an item that is inspired by it sort of sends off different messaging so that's really that's where we came about when we thought well actually we've got a few bits and pieces that we'd really like to look at and progress with um so let's create a different brand to do that um and that's where stanley biggs clothes was was born i was i was Um, actually Sorry, I was actually reading about Stanley Stanley Biggs as well because you've got um, information about the actual person called Stanley Biggs and it was quite yes. fascinating. And um, I just thought, I didn't realise, and this is how, uh, I mean, I read about it, uh, but I didn't realise there was a natural guy called <laughs> Stanley Biggs. Yes, yes, yeah. it's, it's actually, is a man. So Yeah, uh, I know, I know, and I, I was like... Hold on a minute. And then I started to read every product that you have there about the history of it. And I just wanted to say, this is how well done of a menswear brand is. I mean, I was I was totally blown away with Sophie with your knowledge of how you were actually coming out with all, you know, every product has a name, but it has a history behind it. It's from certain person who was during that time did this that it's just a total different you know lifestyle and a level of a menswear brand it's oh, thank it's, you okay. you. Uh, that, you know i think that's the that and you know i've mentioned history and, and, and what what we did before um but, well what we continue to do with yeah. the other business um so we are we are anoraks you know we we, <laughs> we collect um, and, and have collected from a very, very young age. You know, we, we did this individually. And we actually met through that mutual interest, um, right. my, my husband and I. And you know, so we sort of club together, and you know, we, we have we, we have a kit room. Uh, you know, with with our collections in. We have wow. we have a room and um, and we have this love for for a well. I mean, our particular love is. Uh, sort of 1930s and 40s yeah but it you know it, it continues on to my my love for, for history um it, it's any I, I actually really really like the uh you know sort of the uh even you know sort of the, the, the 10 hundreds and um british history american history um anything anything that's uh, you know from, from the past i just love to research it and, and read about it and learn from it and um, and yeah, and, and it was something that I wanted to to convey. Um, You've done it very in, in well a, in a very different way. Um, yep, and it is. And, 
Yeah, and and, and, and as uh, you know, I don't think there's any other business that that does that. I mean, no. No, they, they name they name a product, um, you know, just to solidify the style. Yeah. Um, you know, they'll, they'll carefully pick. Yep. Something that's you know sort of. It's like the uh, um, lifestyle, so yeah, a brand name. Yeah, so it's like having a brand name and then you go back and you talk about that particular brand name only. But with yours, it's it's the brand name as well as others involved in that history, in that moment of that those eras, you know, from, from the 1930s. Um, I saw something going back to 1920s as well. And, um, you know... Um, about the also the rugby shirt yeah so every item that so yeah we, we do and i didn't know do. about the rugby shirt um you know the history about the rugby shirt how you actually come up with you know how you told the story and it's like oh my god this is a fascinating story um that she's actually pulled out and she's actually t- saying what i want to know is you know how you've actually come up with the history side of with your products, when you name every product and you actually go back and you talk about that particular um, person, with your um, products, are you designing at that time as well, like back in that era? Yeah, so so again, you know, it's, it's no accident with, you know, with, with our love, um, it, it sort of seeps into to other areas. Um, so, our, you know, my preference and taste, yeah. and my understanding um, of of clothing is is mostly from from an earlier era, um, right. and um, you know how things are constructed and, and what have you. I, as I say, I'm not a designer. Um, you know, I'm not a you know qualified uh, d- designer. I've, I've never officially uh, studied that, but I have for many many years looked at how. Older garments are constructed. Right. Um, okay, that's what I wanted to know. Yeah, and looked at at how uh, how they fit and how they're meant to fit, which is a very very different thing to how items and garments fit today. Um, I can imagine. The fabric, uh, you know, and the materials used uh, are completely different uh, to to today. Um, yes. Okay. You know, we we use wool, but there's there's a Thing. So um, I'll use one example, uh, and this was this was a lesson I, I learned um, over the course of last year. Right. Uh, I wanted to introduce some flannel, flannel trousers, you know, flannel slacks, yeah. like the sports. Now, now flannel from the 1920s and 30s, and flannel from uh, the 1500s, for instance, is completely different. <laughs> to, oh right. To what today? Um, Sorry. It's exceptional quality you know it's lovely it's you know um, foxes for instance in in the UK um create and weave this beautiful and it's almost you know brushed wool um the quality and the way that it's it's made now and and, and the way things are woven now it's very difficult to to achieve that and you know and I know this from from experience with um when we when we're uh, replicating something yeah that to, to make it as authentic as possible yeah um you know sometimes uh and, and it's it's good in a way but it can be a little frustrating where we, we actually want something that probably isn't as high a quality okay 
because you know we, we're trying to replicate something that was yeah. made okay yeah years ago you know in, in a rush um you know so the, the uniform for instance the, the british army battle dress that was that was churned it was it wasn't designed to last it was designed to be worn maybe for a few months yeah yeah um, to be put through the ringer and then just chopped away um it wasn't a, a stylized item. It, you know, it, it was very functional and practical, and the, and the fabric was designed and chosen specifically for that. Now, if you were to go, and we we have, you know, we have these conversations. You go to a manufacturer and say, um, "Yeah, this is too well made." <laughs> I can imagine they're shocking the system. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you think, "Oh, this looks too modern." Okay, sort of going, right. Okay, what, what do you? And you give them an original and say, this is what we want to replicate. And they say, well, the lines are all... And it's like, yeah, that's exactly what... We want it to look like an original. Uh, and it's such a, an odd thing to... I can to imagine their looks. They must think you're mad. Uh, you know, they yeah, think, oh, what do you mean? This is made too well. <laughs> you know? This is it, yeah. And, um, I mean, that, 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 and that's, that's the other thing with, with Stanley Biggs. That, you know, we don't have those conversations because we, we, we make, it's, we, I say we, we, we cheat. Yeah. We don't cheat necessarily, but um, we, we actually combine the, the original style uh, and patterns and and I I then go and source the the way that um, that it's in a in a modern way that it's constructed that it will still look you know so the silhouette and the style and how the garment fits and falls right okay um, so you it have will to be from that time um, right. by using you know sort of and, it, and it's silly things like you know overlocking uh, overlocking wasn't done many many years ago no um, it wasn't. Uh, so you know, but the thing is, it's an advantage to have on a garment because it, you know, it lengthens, lengthens the life of it. So it is, you know, it's a good thing to to embrace yeah. and, and continue with. Um, but you know, the diehards, if you're having something replicated, they don't want that. No, I can and imagine. It, you know, it's getting that uh, fine balance. And with, with Stanley Biggs, you know, we're we're able to actually, ironically, that you know, the wool is probably far superior because it, it goes through. Um, so much uh, better treatments um, ethically as well yeah. um, so you know the, it, it is actually it's probably a far better garment that you'd ever find and, and get um, in terms of you know the actual quality of, 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 the, of the actual fabric um, so it's it's really is it's it, you know it's about merging the, the best of, of both worlds uh, li- literally um, and and that comes with the with the actual designs as well, um, and the colorways you know mixing different colors yeah. uh, that that are period you know and they, they are authentic uh, in, in my eyes I, anyway I, I would describe them as um, as far more authentic and you know they're, they're captured in, in very authentic ways as well you know so there's no uh, chemicals used with, with the dyeing of our knitwear, for instance, and all the yarn. Okay. Um, so it's ethically. And that, yeah, and, and yeah. you know, so the the you know the the actual the ethical practice yeah, um, comes in, which is actually uh, very easy to achieve if if you carry on with the yeah the old ancient methods, uh, which which we've embraced, um, particularly wow. with, with our knitwear, but. Uh, you know, it's about having those and combining those to create um, 
a unique look. Um, and, you know, I would say that with our, we have a two-tone roll neck. So that particular roll neck, you know, design yeah. is very, very uh, akin to, uh, what, it's a 1930s jumper that uh, that we've been inspired by. And it was black. Um, and ironically, I don't actually have any black <laughs> garments um, at all um, in, in terms of colour because, like white, it was near impossible to achieve yeah. a true black or a true, a true white. white. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's actually, it's not really an authentic colour. Um, so, um, so, but we, what we have done is, you know, sort of taken those designs and then added our own touch in different colourways, which are still authentic, you know, but we've just merged them. Um, so you do get this very unique look um, and, and style. Um, but it's influenced from any any aspect of history. So I know you you know you've mentioned the nineteen twenties and thirties garments yeah. um, being named after you know individuals from that era. Yeah. Um, but we also have you know our caps are named after uh, some of the famous racetracks. Yeah. Um, the the other uh, the other caps they're named after famous houses uh, in in yes in particular yes the, the I saw that um, as well. Yes, the Peak District, so Haddon Hall, which is actually, I, I was married there, actually. Oh, wow. Um, so, um, Chatsworth, um, which is, of course, you know, is a very, very different uh, era and, and, and style of house um, to, to, to the Haddon Hall. Haddon Hall is one of the oldest and untouched Tudor. Right, okay. Uh, so, you know, the, the era isn't necessarily just the early 20th century either. The other thing I wanted to ask you was... Um, when you come to doing the collection, how do you go about it? Like when you, you know, yeah, when you're actually um, coming up with a collection, how do you start with it? Well, and this is this is where I've potentially, uh, I've, I say I've made it up. <laughs> I think, shh, you're not supposed to say that because we all make it up. <laughs> But uh, no, I, I think the my method and my approach has been very different. Okay. Um, purely because there's a lot of brands, and everyone will be familiar with the spring, summer, autumn, winter. Yeah. Election, season. Yeah. All of that, and of course, it, it changes every year. Of course. Uh, so I, I've never really. I, if I like something, I like something. Okay. Um, and and that, that has always been my approach. Um, so I'm horrific. I'm not very good. Um, and this is why I don't have any sort of shopping friends. I don't go to the shops and walk around aimlessly. No. Uh, um, <laughs> that's something. I, you know, I literally just scan something and I'm thinking, right, yes, no, yeah, okay, fine. And I don't <laughs> in particular... Uh, you know, for a uh, seasonal garment. Yeah. So I've never really been, been like that. And and to be honest with you, that hit is very uh, uh, heavily influenced. Right. Um, through the brand. Um, and it's probably dictated what the collection. Okay. Um, it's not collections, it's the collection, the big collection. Okay. So I decided very early on in April, which is the worst time really, uh, <laughs> to... Uh, to, to, to I, I wanted to work on knitwear. Okay. Um, which um, 
you know, of course, we, we, we work out, everyone works out of season in, in, in fashion. Yeah. Uh, and, um, but you normally work a, a year, a, a year ahead. So, and this is, you know, the lessons yeah. are being learned all, all the time with, with this, particularly um, the, the last few years. But um, I, I thought, right, okay, I want to look at knitwear as, as, as my main signature piece. Right. And I have, I say very slowly, uh, established that I wanted three different styles. Okay. Um, so there was the collared jumper, which is unique to, to Stanley Biggs. So that was a completely different design that I've not seen anywhere else. Okay. Um, the, the roll neck, I think, has many different guises, you know, and, and um, ours is, again, unique, but everyone knows what a roll neck is or a turtle neck if, if you're in the U.S., yeah. Um, and then you have the uh, the Gamzee uh, or the Guernsey, mm-hmm. uh, again dependent on where you're from, or the fisherman's jumper. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and they were really, you know, they the, the were the styles. I thought, right, okay, I really want to showcase those. Um, but I've done that slowly, um, and and I think you know a lot of people are jumping on the bandwagon now about you know slow fashion and, and what have you. Yeah. My my intention is to have those pieces. The pieces that we've launched have been very carefully, very considered uh, in 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 creation. Um, you know, so it won't be the case that these won't be around next year. Okay, you know, that, that yeah. it's just the third year now that some of them, some of them have been around. Um, you know, we aren't about. Oh, we're launching a new seasonal collection. Right. Okay. Um, we will launch new examples um, when we're ready, when it's appropriate, um, and it may be based on um, an anniversary, for for instance, of, of something historical, for instance. Um, it may be, um, uh, you know, sort of a, around the, the 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 turning of of a season. Um, but it won't be completely right. Let's just close everything off. Um, that that's never going to be seen again, and we're going to start a brand new collection. Um, and it's completely different. Yeah, it is. It's very. It's um, a very different way of doing it. I, do you know what? I don't even know if it's going to work. But it's, I think it's it will. worked for the first two years. <laughs> so, but Sophie, you know um, what? I think it will work because everyone is is a different. It's a different way of doing things um and it's a new way of doing things um the old way you know like the seasonal uh, i i as for myself if i like something i just buy it i mean i will buy it if i really like it i will buy it and i as you say i mean i would probably wear it in for example if it's a t-shirt or something like that i could wear that in the summer as well as in the winter so i'm not buying things on seasonal basis anymore um i don't think it works anymore because we've um i don't know to me i find it kind of not boring i wouldn't say boring i just don't find it feasible anymore for me it's kind of restrictive and yeah uh, you and know, it, it's, it's like you know well. you could wear international exactly and i think um i think that way the way you're going is the new way now um, I think a lot of brands and, you know, a lot of independent brands, smaller brands 
or even the big ones are actually thinking that way as well. I, I presume they are. With the um, sustainable fashion, what is Stanley Biggs um, involved in that as well? Yeah, so, uh, you know, the, again, from, from day one, the the importance of having something that, and, it, and I suppose because of my love and my understanding of the historic aspect yeah. you know, and, and and having knowledge of, of that, um, it was actually quite, um, I didn't really need to research, um, to, you know, to gain a better understanding of that. Um, you know, I, I already knew the, the value of using natural fibres, for instance, um, you know, and, and the... The fact is, you know, I have a room full of, of garments that were made 80 years ago and I can still, in theory, I can still wear them. Um, you know, the I, I already knew that if you were to make something well out of um, sustainable fabric, you, in theory, shouldn't really need to buy that item again. Um and, uh, and I mean, the, the, only, the only thing really is if you start putting on weight, <laughs> which is what's <laughs> happened to, to me. I've got a certain age and gravity's taking um, a different um, prospect. I think that's happening with all of us. So don't you it worry. Comes with more. Uh, and um, you know, but that, you know that that is the the only really in theory, you know, the, the only way that you, you probably want to replace your wardrobe. And uh, just to actually just go back to what you've just said, uh, Samila, where, where you say, you know, the old way is buying, you know, by, by season and designing yeah, it. Yeah. Actually, that's, that's quite modern. If you think, if you think about it, you know, um, when was that done? You know, sort of the, the 1800s. Yeah. Um, you know, if you move all the way back, people were wearing clothes thousands of years ago. Um, and it wasn't, you know, that they, they would have a garment that... Would last a long time. Would, yeah, it, that would last a long time. It was made by yeah. hand, you know, specifically for Absolutely. that. Uh, and, um, you know, it was designed um, either for hot, hotter or, or colder yeah. weather. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, that that's fine. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, so actually, um, you know, it, it's the, the old way, the old, old way. Yeah. <laughs> is really what we're, we're re-adopting again. Um, and it worked, but, is what I mean. If it worked then, why can't it work now? Exactly, yeah. You know, and, and having um, having these sustainable garments and, and items, yeah. you know, that there is obviously a double-edged sword with that where, you know, you're thinking, well, there's individuals that rely on on that industry, you know, that yeah. they rely on every day to make uh, garments and, and what have you. Um, but um, you know, I think it's it's the importance of of the brands, the businesses, that um, they need to lead on on this. Um, where they say, well, actually, we've deliberately decided that we're going to use a sustainable fabric or sustainable packaging or no packaging or, or whatever you know that decision is. Yeah. Um, and it, it'll it'll trickle down to the consumer um and the consumer won't won't really need they don't think about that anyway no if if i buy something you think well i I can't dictate what packaging um, that that comes in unfortunately you know the the only way i can do it is voting with my feet 
Um, but you think, well, I, I still need to go and buy that that item. Yeah. Um, so you know, the responsibility is with those those larger businesses. Yeah, you're right uh, because I I always think you know they can do it, but they choose not to do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, yeah. it's unfortunately it is it it, it comes down to costs, um, yeah. but it's also it's lack of understanding. Yeah. Um, because it's not always just as cheap. And I, and I can say this with, with certainty, you know, yeah, I, I know print. it's not. Yeah. It's, it's just as cheap to buy some, to buy, um, this is what we, we have. Um, basically we have a uh, packaging bags, um, being an online business, we obviously ship out a, a, a lot of our garments. Yeah. Um, and the, the packaging that we have is completely biodegradable. So you can, you, literally you can put it into your normal waste bin um and it'll degrade um i believe it's between i think it's 40 to 60 days if it's buried it'll be gone wow um and it won't be you know it's not made with chemicals so it won't be um negative um to 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 where it's buried either and um you know we use um, vegetable ink uh, as well so again there's no chemicals involved um with with any of the the ink that, that we use um and even our labels um for, for postage is actually that's heat that's heated on to paper oh wow um and it's really really cheap it's super quick um there's no effort required at all for us you know we're going to be printing labels anyway um so um you know, we've got to package some. We've got to package our items in in a in a bag, um, and they're no different in cost um, to. Well, if if it's but it's minimal, um, so, and this is just my little business. Uh, you know, so if, if every business did did that and Can actually made that decision, thinking, yeah. well, actually the the companies producing these biodegradable bags would just go, well, do you know what? This is we could just make these for, for less. Yeah. Can you imagine how you. different it would be? It would be so much easier if everyone yeah. just went, well, okay, <laughs> you know. it's going to be more expensive for a time, but, you know, in the long run, yeah. the cheaper, the only option. So therefore, you know, it'll spread the car, but, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, that's going to be another, um, that'd be another um, subject on the podcast, it? you know. Yeah, another, another discussion. And, uh, yeah, exactly. You know, as a woman and doing menswear, how do you, how how have you found it? Uh, I see. I, I again. I, I I don't know any difference. Okay. Um, I suppose That's so. Good. I've I've not really uh, I've not really gone in with any sort of perception that it that I might have a negative response. Right. Um, I I did, however, purely because being female and, and selling um, you know male clothing. Yeah. Um, I did. Uh, to hide myself for the first year, as it were. So I, I just let the brand do do the, the you know, sort of establish itself. Yeah. But I, I would have done that anyway. Um, you know, it, 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 it's more important to for me. It was more important that Stanley Biggs is known rather yeah. than me, um, which is actually why I've not named the brand after me, um, <laughs> which I could have done. Um, and it's probably one of the, the easiest things to to do um, is to name the collection after yourself. But um, uh, you know, it, it, for me, it was more important that people thought, "Oh, Stanley Biggs. What does who who is that? You know, and who was he?" And, yeah. Uh, 
so and so and I suppose because I actually had an individual um you know who had existed yeah uh that's you know that's he's he's been there from from day one and and yes I, you know he he has morphed into into a brand yeah um that stands for you know slightly different things other than you know just with you know who, who this chap was yeah but um and of course you know I, know I never met Stanley Big so I can't presume to to have known him <laughs> Um, you know, he, he's what we've created is is a fictional character based on a, you know a, a, a real individual. I think it's probably the safest way to and most respectful way to to explain it. But um, you know, the me being in menswear again is is not overly uh, new to myself because history and Has, you know the yeah. the area myself and my husband uh, sort of fo- focused on it was you know is our our hobby. Um, it was very male dominated, so I've always had, I've always been, you know, um, one of the very few women in the room. Um, so, um, and and that doesn't really, um, I say, it bothers me. Uh, maybe I think sometimes I get a little tired of uh, some of the the attitudes that. Um, <laughs> It's quite, it's, you know, it's laughable. I think I mentioned one, didn't Yeah, I? I you mentioned to, when we had a chat. Yeah, that was quite funny um, in a sense. Going to, going to a, a, you know, a, a, an antiques for a collector's fair and I was looking at a, an item, uh, I couldn't even tell you what it was now, and, and uh, uh, very often I'll, I'll get the, um, oh, that, and they'll explain what it is. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a so-and-so then. You go, right, okay. So uh, how, how much is it? And then they tell you what it is. You think oh, I didn't ask what it was. I ask how much it was. <laughs> uh, and then the, the other one is my other favourite is. Um, do you know what that is? <laughs> um, and, and you know, I'll always meet it. No, no, no. T- tell me, please, please tell me. Um, and uh, but I think that the one that really uh, I, I just just absolutely blown away by was um I was looking at something and this chap said uh, who are you here with <laughs> what uh, I said what what do you mean and you know part of me thought oh it, it, does he recognize me and does he think that I'm you know just a mutual friend or something yeah and uh, and I said, well, "What? Sorry, what? What do you mean? Who? Who am I here with? Well, where, where's where's your man? Where's your? Oh my god! Where's your partner?" I said, "Well, can't I be here on my own?" Or, <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's all right, you know. If if you and I actually had a, I, I was actually walking around with with a with a, a male friend, and he was, was a little older than me. And um, uh, I said, "Well, no, no, we we're, we're just walking around, you know." We're, we happen to have seen each other and, you know, you get chatting and yeah. you end up looking at tables with, with each other. And uh, he said, no, it's, that's all right. It's absolutely okay if, if you're both going out. It's, I've, got no, I've got nothing against a, a younger woman with an older man. Oh, my God. My God, I just want to buy this item. <laughs> that's all and I came I, in for. That's all I've, you know, I've, I've paid five pounds and I've had life advice. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much for that, you know. Wow, that's yeah, quite so, funny. You have to laugh uh, about it yeah, as that, well. You know, and I, I just okay, and I just put the item down and uh, and, and and walked off. But um, so yeah, so I, I've not really 
um, uh, I, I know how to to deal with it. <laughs> how to handle so, as well. I think we all do. Um, I think I, I think you learn. Um, you know, um, I've got my. You know how I've got my other. Um, Instagram where I do my illustrations on SR journal and I even now I get messages like from guys saying a great one a great one man this is pretty a (laughs) man and and it was like saying this is fantastic man how do you do this dude (laughs) it's like (laughs) I love that when they say that how do you do this dude this is great dude and you just think you're thinking okay I love I love Actually, it, you know, it's, it's, it's safe, but whatever. But you know, you know, with with the and and and, and I, you know, I will say this was many many years ago yeah. in a completely different environment, and um, I have not had any any negative um, and uh, response in any way. If anything, I've I've actually had, and let's you know, by and large, my customers are are, are men, um, and the amount of kind words that, that yeah. have been directed to, to the brand, you know, how much they love it and appreciate it and, and what have you. And, um, and they don't, they don't have to, to do that. Um, but they, they go out of their way to, to they, me, you know, yeah. they'll send us an email and just say, I love what you're doing. Yeah. You know, I, I love this. And, and it may not necessarily be a customer as in a person who's physically bought something, but yeah. you can be a consumer of the brand and enjoy it I mean, just as much and that's those people are just as important to me I mean I get messages um, like and, from SR Journal when I actually tell them that I'm a woman designing men's and all that stuff and the remarks that I get back the feedbacks from the guys is like absolutely lovely and they're always apologetic about it and say I'm so sorry how stupid am I or how silly am I to think that way I'm so sorry but I love your illustrations and it really is so sweet because I normally turn around and say don't worry about it (laughs) you know but they've actually come back and said how can we think that a man is the only you know a man can only design for a man kind of thing and it's it's okay it's like don't worry it's it's fine you know it's it's all right calm down (laughs) it's all right it's not and, uh, and, and really uh, to be honest with you I, I don't think it really matters um, I, I don't really care that I mean I mean I think the other thing is that I would be utterly useless with designing women's clothing same here I wouldn't, <laughs> same here I really and I'm actually care. saying this on my podcast I would be as well I think so um, I think I would design more it will be very the way you know it would be very tailored very functional the way I design for a man it will be exact copy and it's funny how a lot of women like that though a lot of women have approached me to say can you design the way you design for a man can you do the same thing for a woman so you know it's it's changing I mean there I mean I like wearing tailored garments you know I love the functional like I'm very into like you know functional garments and things like that and um I think a lot of women are so it, I think you can you can do that as well if you do it in menswear I'm sure with your I mean I've seen some of your knitwear and I can wear it you know I've seen some yes. of your um, some of your trousers I love your trousers I could wear them as well I would love to wear them I've, I've actually tried I tried some on last week actually did you I might punch it back I would love to pinch one of those trousers honestly yeah, the, they are absolutely and, beautifully made, and they look like they're beautifully made as well. 
they really, yeah, they really, really. I, it, obviously, they're not made um, at the same um, uh, factory as, as the knitwear, um, yeah. but it, it, the quality is it is just on par, um, definitely with with with, with the knitwear. And uh, yeah, I'm delighted with those. Uh, and that's that's been a very, you know, that's been a year long development. Um, uh, and as in, you know, the physical looking at the selection. The design, you know, the construction, all of that. Yeah. The idea was, um, it was actually the first thing, you know, I actually sell on do trousers and, and knitwear. Um, so, um, and it's, it's, that's probably been the, the biggest learning curve that I found most difficult. And that, that is regardless if, you know, if you're a boy or a girl yeah. Um, doing. Yeah, of course. It's been um, the time it takes. Um, and it is a lot slower. And it's frankly, it's got nothing to do with the the lockdown. It would have been slow anyway. Yeah. Um, but to choose to manufacture in, in the UK, yeah, had been another decision. Um, is a lot harder. Um, and it's such. A, I think it's such a shame because that is actually uh, that shows there's a huge sign that over the years it's been absolutely decimated to the point where it is just about managing um and unfortunately That's you know quite it's not scary um it, it isn't it isn't the norm you know there aren't there mm. aren't factories all over the uk now yeah, and that's quite scary. You know that. That's very, very scary at the same time. And it's very sad. You it's know, very sad like, and it's very scary because the craftsmanship we have here, the craftsmanship, the technical, the, the techniques and everything we have here in UK, it's amazing in, in you know, manufacturing-wise. And it's been happening more and more. Um, so I've, you know... Um, I can see that, and a lot of my friends who are involved in um, fashion and all that stuff, we can see that. Um, I don't know, with the pandemic, has probably caused it even worse. Um, how are you finding it during the pandemic with your brand? Yeah, I mean, everything stopped for, for a time, uh, which, which was hard, because yeah. you know, we, we were able to, um, if, this is the thing, we had a captive audience yeah. um, for, for a time, because um, of course, every everyone just went on the internet, and because that's all yeah, do. exactly, yeah. Um, so, so we we were we were very very lucky um, yeah. in the sense that we we'd actually, and it was just you know the time of year we, we'd sort of restocked after a busy winter and brilliant and what happened. So we were quite lucky, but saying that you know there were, there were items where I think well we can't we haven't got it. You know, as, as soon as that goes, that's it. Um, and um, we've we've still have items. So there's the beautiful Haddon cap, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that that's I'm persevering with it, um, <laughs> but that that has been a complete victim of, of the lockdown, where um, the 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 Harris tweed is is of course woven I love in love Harris tweed. Scotland. Um, and of course, Scotland ha- have had different yeah. restrictions. At different times, and that that's that's really not helped. That's delayed uh, many many things, um, and of course, you know, you're, then you're dealing with a natural slow process anyway. You know, it's made on a 1920s loom, um, so you know, it's it's not a it is mechanical, but it's it's not a 
Yeah. Um, progressed uh, since the 1920s. Um, so, you know, the, the, the slow pace is, is there anyway, as I said, you know, regardless of the lockdown. Um, and then it's a case of, you know, for ha- having these, these caps physically made and, and getting the, the, you know, the actual, the yarn. And Harris Tweed slowed it, stopped everything in the first lockdown. And that, that knock-on effect yeah. is still, well, we've literally, we've just got the, the tweed sorted. Wow. It's amazing, uh, it's isn't a, it? How how it's a long, long, long time. Um, you know, that and that, that that impact. I mean, we're lucky it's just one item. Yeah, can you imagine if it um, was quite more than that one and, item? And, and I'm sure there's there's businesses where, you know, yeah, you you specialise in a certain thing and yeah. you know, that's just been knocked on its head because of, I mean, of quite that. sad. Yeah, so you know, and, and in some ways, um, you know, I've been moaning about, oh, having to have this conversation with this maker and that conversation with that weaver and this conversation (laughs) over here. But fortunately for for the business, it's actually divided um, the impact. Um, So some things have been able to, you know, sort of hold others up while while we've been, um, you know, slowly getting back to back to normality but uh yeah so so we're, we're quite lucky in, in that in that respect um yeah. so um but we you know we're not out of it yet you know no there's, of course we're not we're not because everyone's needing everything straight away but yeah exactly but on on the positive side you're still doing what you're what you've grown to love um what's the future for well the yes it's i think with with the where we are at the moment we're, we're just coming into year three so Congratulations! Really, really young, uh, as, as well done. Uh, uh, yeah, thank you. And um, you know, year, year two was um, a complete anomaly. Um, and uh, you know, part of me just thinks, well, we, we survived it. You know, that, yeah, that was of course. And that's the big thing that you've survived it. Pin on our, pin on our chest. Um, but um, moving forwards, you know, I think you know they always say that the first five years is is key and um for 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 me um it's the case of just honing and focusing a little more i think it's probably been the the biggest lesson during the lockdown because i had time yeah um right okay what what do we really want to do what what are we focusing on you know what what was the what was the dream Uh, so the trousers for instance um so that will be reflected in in the items that we introduce um, and and how we introduce things as well. So we, we are changing, uh, for instance, the knitwear, how the the collection uh, is um, is never replaced. It's you know it, it, there'll there'll be additions to it, um, but it's about ensuring that um, those garments are reintroduced. Um, so it's almost I tell you where it came from. Go on. <laughs> Go on, tell me. Um, you'll laugh at this. You'll just think, gosh, yeah, you know. It, <laughs> no, no, no. I won't, I won't. I won't. Uh, I, can't, I won't promise you, though. <laughs> Go on. Uh, so, as everyone has probably been watching anything and everything on Netflix. Uh, yes. And, <laughs> um, we've, we've watched the, and, and this is criminal, I know, I've never really seen the Marvel films until recently. Oh, great. <laughs> Um, so we, we watched all of them and you know right at the end of the film and they do it with James Bond as well yep. 
right at the end, at the end of the credits, they go, James Bond will return in whatever. Yeah. Um, 31 or whatever it is. And I thought, you could do that with the garments. Yes, you they can. can they will return in, in this particular time. Um, so that that's we've we've started introducing that, and and that that's actually been a necessity from the the, the lockdown because um, the factory has just not been able to yeah because we've had distance we've got less people in and 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 so on and so forth and, and even it's just the case of you know kids going back to school yeah some people just can't do the the, the working hours now um, so everything's just slowed down so it was the case of well what you know, you've got two jumpers, let's say, as an option. Which one do you want doing? And, it, it, you know, that was the question. So we thought, well, we're going to have to, let's say, sell it, but, you know, present it in a way um, that it, it's understandable that these will be back. It's just we can't do everything all at once, right. but that's okay. Um, so, and, and I quite like the idea. Yeah. Um, then it's... You know, you're not you're reinventing what you've already spent Done. so much time and attention on. Yeah, and and, and, and it's that and, and and it's that thing as well. You know, it will be back, and it's like you're not starting something new. You're actually saying to the consumer, it's coming back, and it's just wanting. If you yeah. want something, then you, you you can have it, but on my, you know, just wait for it. Yeah. And that's what yeah, I that, that you know, and that you know, it's not like um, going into a. Um, one of those big brands or something as soon as it's finished it's it's there you know it comes back and it comes back and it comes back because it's the volume you know the volume how much you sell and makes the money and blah 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 but you're not thinking it that way you're actually thinking it quite more ethically way it'll come back yeah just, and, you know. and it's the, the, the thing is as well i mean they'll they'll always be um There'll always be different designs, yeah. of course. Of course, um, there has to be, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, ca I can't help not thinking of, of you know, different... I'm, I'm wearing, actually, um, obviously can't see it, but um, I'm actually wearing a, a new a new design now um, yeah. that will come out uh, in September. And, um, you know, it, it's using different colourways, and it's a different style roll neck. Um, and this will probably, it won't replace what, what we have in, in the sense that you'll never see the other item again. Um, that's on. But, uh, you know, the, the factory itself um, will, will effectively swap this style for, for the other. Um, okay. and, and what's really nice as well is that you have that raised... Um, awareness that these items are classics yeah um and um they are timeless and you know so the way that we describe the brand that you know the, these you know these designs will always and will continue to always you know sort of allow you to dress how you wish to to, to identify with and you know we actually say you know it's timeless british clothing yeah, it is what you know. We say exactly what what it says on the tin. Um, you know that these will always remain, um, yeah. and and you know it, it's the it's actually having that that belief that these are the, that this is the best that we could possibly do 
um, and um, and we want to to ensure that we you know we've we've, we've put our money on these. Um, but it's you know, and as you said, it's not commercially. If I wanted to make a lot of money, I'd stay at you know where I was. But um, I, I actually want to do something a little more um, that enables me to be creative and, and work with some fantastic people. You know, the, yeah. there's so many. Uh, creative talent yeah it's unbelievable how many there is it's um you know and even to be able this... to to bring that to, to the brand yeah. you know and make it the and to actually make it more than just a jumper yeah yeah it, that that's the that's the amazing thing is you know we, we've got these beautiful postcards that have been designed by this fantastic illustrator uh who um who's actually is he's modeled for us as well um, and uh, you know his his lifestyle is, you know he chooses to wear Stanley Biggs every day. You know so he believes in in in, in the wow. range. Um, but he's so talented. Um, and we've got these beautiful postcards. You're thinking we just give these postcards away. Uh, you know we don't sell them. <laughs> they, they go with the jumpers. Right. Um, and you know you're thinking, but we've created something that is just as it will be consumed. And appreciated just as much as a jumper. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's the you know the the advertising, the photo campaigns that, that we do, the videos that, that that we've done. You know, it's bringing and allowing those that talent to 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 get creative. And you're thinking, and it's all born from from a jumper. It's it's amazing, really. Um, and you saying that right? Ed, and Ed, I love that. I mean doing this podcast and getting in touch with a lot of people in the creative world um, and actually being in the creative world myself, I've come across the most amazing, talented people, yeah. you know, um, and the gift that they have. I mean, even without the podcast, um, throughout my career, I have come across people who have the most amazing talent. And it's, uh, you know, creativity is something that I don't know. It's 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 a different world, but when you see other people's creative work and all that stuff, it's it's just fascinating. It really is fascinating. Yeah, it's inspiring as well. Very inspiring and very and fascinating. And I always think that you know, always, um, you know, um, what was it? Somebody, uh, I mean, a friend of mine who does the most amazing, amazing photography. Um, during the throughout the whole um, pandemic, you know, like the you know whole of the London was very quiet, and she just went around with her camera, and she just you know with actually with her phone, and she was been getting these most beautiful architecture images of London. Mm. You know where we just you know you you see these buildings every day, right? You walk past them every day, kind of thing, but the way she captured it. It's so beautifully done. It's I, I'm telling you, it's it's just like, wow! I didn't realize that building was so beautiful, and the way she captured it, and she has a, you know, she, I don't think she realized that she has this talent for photography, and now at the moment that's all she does. So yeah. capturing that essence of that creativity, that talent, and coming across people like that, it's absolutely amazing. Coming across someone like yourself, Sophie, it's been an absolutely pleasure. And um, speaking with you and your brand, it's like, you know, it's I just can't say how excited I am about your brand. Oh, and <laughs> and 
whatever you do, I mean, you've got me hooked on your brand now. Brilliant. So, so you have great. actually <laughs> actually achieved this now, Sophie. I've just got to let you know. Um, I am hooked on your brand. Um, I love what you do. I am inspired by your brand. Um, it's 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 so well done. It's inspirational. It's exciting. Um, I can't say the history side of it. It's just fascinating. And I have not come across any menswear brand like yours. And I have wow. been in menswear brand for some time, but I have wow. not come across such an individual brand that stands out from the rest. Right. Well, well, that that's um, that yeah, that that's that's huge. Thank you very much. And um, and I think you know ultimately the as I said before, you don't have to be a you know you don't have to be a customer. You don't have to go on and click buy. No. to consume and enjoy the product um, or, the, you know, or the brand or, or, or its story or, or what it's about. And, and for me, that's, I, I actually enjoy the, the journey that, that a yeah. brand could take you on. And the funniest um, thing is your brand actually takes you on a journey. So when yes, I go into the yeah, website, every, when, when every, I go onto the website. There's a big journey and then there's little ones as well. And, um, and it's it's that's the fun aspect it's, it's about going on and having an experience yeah and when i go onto your uh, website i actually literally go on a journey and it's like going on a journey from the history side as well as the style side as well as the menswear side as well as the design side so there is so many angles that i go through when i go onto your site and it's it's absolutely beautifully done so I'm not saying this because because I'm talking to you and I'm going to be, you know, but I'm genuinely saying this as a menswear designer myself, it is absolutely beautifully done. And congratulations for that, because it's it's not an easy thing to do. It's quite difficult and you've achieved it. And I just think, yeah, I love it. I just literally love it. And I, I'm hooked. <laughs> so you will probably see I'm going to be signing up to your newsletter as well. So yes, I'm definitely signing up to your newsletter and I'm going to be, I'm actually going to be, um, you know, keeping in touch with you because I, you know, I I just love the brand a lot. Um, I want one of those trousers. (laughs) So so I have to buy one of those trousers. Um, So I will be in touch, but I want to say thank you so much, Sophie, for coming on board to Menswear by a Woman. It's been absolutely pleasure having you on board and I'm very grateful to you been a pleasure thank, thank you for having me and um yeah and the best of luck and i hope uh well i'll, I'll definitely be listening out and, thank you uh, following following you guys and, and seeing what what are the interesting guests that you get on and we've got quite <laughs> it's been a quite it's been an amazing journey <laughs> through these two and a half weeks you know from ever since um um, putting the trailer and pressing the distribution button where it dist- by accidentally it distributed everywhere <laughs> it's been quite of a great journey actually it's been fascinating just jump off the cliff it's fine yeah, exactly and um, you're just going to land somewhere thank you sophie and wish you all the best <laughs> and luck with everything you do and um please to anyone who's listening to this podcast you have to go on board and just check out 
what what Sophie's doing because it's a different level of menswear and as a menswear designer myself I have to say that I've not come across a brand like Sophie's and um, it's on a different level from every other brand that I've come across in menswear. Mm. 